So, Sarah, you're a Simpsons fan, right? I am, yes. So, this morning, as... uh, By the way, Lucas has been walking himself to school. Really? Well, like, halfway. Like, I walk him to... We walk him to the coffee shop, and then... You know where the coffee shop Mm -hmm. is in the square, right? And then he walks himself the rest of the way. But I also, like, I hide in the bushes and watch him. (laughs) Uh, and if he catches me, he will like Yell wave at, you? at me. Oh, he'll wave. Okay. Uh, and I'm I thought, him going, Mom. Well, I thought it meant that he was like excited to see me, but Chris was like, No, that means he wants you to fucking leave. Like he wants to walk <laughs> himself to school. Anyway, on the way to school today, uh, before he left uh, on his own, and I hid in the bushes. Um, <laughs> He said he saw some video and he's like, I, I didn't even know he knew what The Simpsons was, but he was like, it was a guy with yellow skin. I think he was from The Simpsons and he was talking about steamed hams. Is this is this a Simpsons thing? Steamed hams? Number one, can you steam a ham? And number two, should I be more concerned about what my son is watching on YouTube? I don't remember anything about steamed hams. I mean, it could be like Ho- Homer eats ham. He eats, well, I, he seems... He seems but, like a like a ham eating kind of guy. I don't know anything about steamed hams. I'm sorry. Although, like, I did stop wa- 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 watching The Simpsons. I think season thirteen, and it's been going on for How like many- thirty. Okay, so sometime in the last fifteen years, they may have been. Possibly. He said se- there's a character. I. I don't even know how he's not has no interest in the Simpsons. I don't even know how I got to this, but he he said that there's a character apparently on the Simpsons who says who calls hamburgers steamed hams. Anyway, the image of a steamed ham sounded very gross to me. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, but also just like there's something about steamed meat. That seems unappealing to me. Yeah, it's like soggy. It's soggy. It's moist, but not in the way that you want your mm-hmm. meat to be moist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like it would get some condensation on it, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't sound good. No, but it doesn't. It does not ring, ring a bell for, for, okay. for me. So, so it's not that. like a big, uh, well-known. I don't of- think so. Okay. Either that or I'm so out of touch with the Simpsons and how they are now that, you know. That maybe steam hands, hams passed you by. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to the Adam and Andy podcast, everyone. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And on this show, we never steam our ham. Never. That is the last thing we would do. We steam our Adam. <laughs> oh, and my God. Our Andy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> or maybe we talk about the steamy actors. Steamy actors. Yeah. Uh, we watched all the films and TV shows populated by Adam Driver and Andy Samberg. That's what we do on this show. Okay. I got, I actually, my face got hot just talking about, <laughs> ste- there's like, I, this is not a podcast for cannibals. I just want to make that just, clear. No, I mean like we put them in a sauna. Like that's oh. what I mean. That's you what I mean by my, steam. You have my interest. Mm-hmm. Now I'm curious. Uh, so li- li- today's listeners, we have returned to our rewatch of Brooklyn Nine-Nine season one. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, but before we get into that, Sarah, would you like to get into some Adam and Andy news? Please. So uh, I got to get my phone out because I screenshotted a bunch of stuff. When I was getting prepared to 
uh, do the Adam and Andy news, like when I was writing it down today, I was worried that there wouldn't be a lot because it felt like there wasn't a whole lot going on. But then once I started writing it down, there's there's actually quite a bit of stuff uh, to talk about. So would you like to start with Adam or Andy? Adam. Okay, so Adam, let's see here. Oh, okay, so White Noise is on IMDb's 10 Most Anticipated Netflix Original Movies of 2022. So that's one thing. Um, that's a very specific list. Yeah. It's definitely on one of my most anticipated. So you recall now White Noise, uh, based on a novel. Um, this is where we saw Adam Driver, like, you know, in this sort of middle-aged get up with the with the oh, wig right. and the balding and the yeah the whole receding hairline situation yeah. directed by noah bombeck are you anticipating white noise this year i'm anticipating not liking it <laughs> so noah <Ooh>. bombeck <laughs> well look i do i like noah bombeck's films we liked marriage story it was well done it was yes. technically good but it was not fun to watch it's, it was very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, it was, Marriage Story was excellent. Um, uh, while We're Young, I remember, was a bit insufferable, but not, but mostly because of, mostly because of uh, Ben Stiller's character. I remember thinking he was. For me, uh, it was drag. The, the writing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, we didn't talk about this movie on this show, but I've seen The Squid and the Whale, and that's a great movie. I saw it a long time ago. Uh, that one movie, also about divorce, uh, very, very triggering for me because it reminded me of my parents' divorce. So that was a tough one. Uh, I think Noah Baumbeck is, I think he gets really good performances out of his actors. I think he has a really distinctive voice that's particular to him. Um, I'm interested to see how this movie, which is about like a, professor and it's got a something about it seems a very strange it seems like a very strange movie and it's based on a book that was that so i assume it was adapted by a known bob i'm not really sure who adapted the script but if you know tweeted us at adam andy pod who uh wrote the script for white noise anyway it seems like um i'm sure he's gonna put his own particular flavor on it but it feels like there's something about this that might be a little different so I don't know. And Greta Gerwig, Ger- Gerwig's in it. I like Greta Gerwig. So, uh, so Sarah, anticipating not liking it. What if you get surprised? What if this is like the best Noah Baumbach movie you've ever seen? Well, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it would. Uh, I'm anticipating it because I just want to see, I'd love to see like what Adam's, what's next, Adam's next movie? Like what's his next character that he's bringing into the universe i'm excited about that and uh i'm excited about greta gerwin because i love her so uh yeah i uh yes no bombeck films gonna be honest sometimes a bit of a chore uh to get through for me but uh i am looking forward to it okay enough about that uh let's see um uh let me go just go through my oh uh, are, I you can say no to this if you want to if you don't want to know this information. I don't know if you're like a I don't want to know anything about the Ferrari movie kind of person, but people have been reading the book for uh, that's uh, on Enzo Ferrari that is what Michael Mann's movie that uh, Adam's in is based on. If you want to know any little facts about this guy, 
sure. a real person. Okay. Yeah. So these are just some things that people have pulled out of the book. Uh, so apparently he, Enzo Ferrari boasts of sleeping with over 3,000 women. How does the man have time for that? That's a lot. But wouldn't of- it just become like not like how how is that exciting? Like how how I don't know. I just don't get like if you do something like that, like with that many people, it's like how does that how is that enjoy enjoy enjoyable anymore? Well, I guess it depends on uh I guess it depends on your view of sex or what you look. Some people like sex with the same person and it has to be very emotional and other people it's very physical. So I guess I can't really. Yeah. I mean, I guess it like to me, it just seems like that many people. It just feels like I'm getting on the elliptical today. Like maybe it is a new elliptical machine. Maybe it's maybe it's dick exercises. He's doing his daily dick exercises. He's got to keep that muscle working. And uh Well, here, maybe this will clear some some uh, some of why he does that up for you. Uh, apparently, for him, when women were symbols to be carted off to bed and were notches on his belt. So he's, Ew. yeah, maybe not the most savory character. I don't want to sleep with him. Ew. Well, uh, fortun- uh, fortunately for you, that is not what the, the movie isn't about you sleeping with. Oh, yeah. no, 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 I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not my type for sure. Um, but, uh, he, I don't, I think he's still alive actually. I'm not really sure, but he's like in his nineties, I think, or 80s. I'm just glad I've never been one of three, three, three thousand. No, I think I demand more attention than that. If that makes any sense. Uh, but I suppose if I look, Hey, I've been with the same person for a really long time. If I was just like looking to have fun with somebody, I guess I really wouldn't care how many people they'd slept with personally. If it was just like about having like a good time and Mm -hmm. not about an emotional connection so much, then maybe uh, I don't don't know that it would bother me. I would not like to be a notch on someone's belt. That I think would bother me. Yeah. Um, And here's a quote from Enzo Ferrari. We are merely slaves to our desires. Or of our desires, slaves of our desires. So he sounds, I mean. Sounds like he has a good control of himself. He's got, uh, he's got some. He has some self-acceptance. He has acceptance. Sure. That's good. That's very good. So are they going to bring this into the movie? I don't know. Um, Probably. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Uh, let's see what the else movie we got is just here. nothing but a sexcapade. God, I the Ferrari sexcapade. The, that's what the name <laughs> of the movie is for the Ferrari sexcapade. It's got the poster for the movie is like what you remember those posters from like the seventies, like kind of like uh, like Smokey and the Bandit, where you mm-hmm. have like just this crazy poster with every character in the movie on it, mm-hmm. and it looks like wild and like that's the move. That's going to be the movie poster. And I would be sitting in the front row. Just like 3,000 women and Ferrari. No, it's like a Ferrari, but like 3,000. It's like women hanging out of it. There's like 3,000 women like coming out through the windows of the Ferrari. Call me, Michael Mann, if you would like me to design this poster for you. I can do it in Photoshop. Uh, All right, moving on. Uh, 
Okay. Adam and Joanne are have been named New York's the New York City Theater Ballet Legacy Benefit Evenings co-chairs. Uh, this is on Wednesday, May 4th at 7 p.m. at the Florence Gould Hall in New York City. Um, so this is a benefit for the New York Theater Ballet. So they are in their philanthropy. They are they're philanthropizing all over the place in between these projects. Yeah. So I'd like to see them dance ba- ballet. Can you just imagine an Adam and a, a, a can, leotard? And n- I can imagine that. Yes, I am now. Yeah. I I'll be imagining that later. Be very graceful when I'm alone. <laughs> um, I. I don't think they're going to be performing any ballet, but there will be a performance and cocktail party apparently by actual ballet. Actual ba- ballerinas. People. Yeah. And ballerinos. Are ballerinos? There... I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think I don't think that's what they're called. Ballet dancers. Ballet dancers. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's what's going so that's what's going on with that. Um, and then uh the last thing about Adam that I have to say is that uh everywhere on the internet, uh Fans are celebrating the Sackler anniversary. Uh, it has been ten years since Girls was released, wow. and the world was introduced to Adam Driver in the form of Adam Sackler. Ten-year anniversary of him being a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I th- I don't know if it was his first. Ro- I'm obviously he was on in theater roles before that his first known like widely known breakout role, role yes mm-hmm. uh i'm i know he was on like uh what are those crime shows that everyone's ncis you know, all that law kind of or- law and or- order. order i know he's been on those in bit parts i don't know if they were at the same time the girls came out or uh and i'm and i'm sure we will watch we will watch those at some point i've got it on the list to watch eventually um but uh, yeah, so Adam Sackler joined our collective imaginations ten years ago. Which day? I, you know what? I don't remember. I just okay. know it this week. Everybody's I was like, been is it like, today? <laughs> it's not today exactly, but this week. Uh, okay. I'm sure I could look it up for you. Would you like me to look it up for you? Oh, I could. Yeah, okay. I, I just do if, that right if, now. If you if you had it and if you knew, if you knew it, yeah. I don't. I just see that it's been. I want to say it was a couple days ago because I feel okay. like somebody did say today ten years ago, and it was like a couple days ago. But tweeted us at Adam Mini Pod. What was the release date of Girls? Uh, the first day that we saw Adam say to Hannah, "You should never be anybody's slave, but mine." <laughs> I will never forget it's a great that. Line. I will never forget that great line okay so that's all the adam news all right it's a lot of stuff right yeah. okay so moving on to andy uh let's see um so uh palm springs is now available on uh, will or should be at this point be available on the star plus as on star plus which means it is now available for Brazilian fans of Andy Samberg, uh, it was not apparently not available uh, in any way to stream before. If you were in Brazil, you now have access to Palm Springs, and you should watch it. It's a great movie. So there's that. Uh, oh, so good news for this guy, but sad news for me because I thought Andy maybe was going to be involved in this project. But uh, uh, 
the hug machine. Remember I told you about the hug machine yeah. about the kids band. Uh, so Malcolm Barrett has been tapped as the lead of the CBS comedy pilot, the hug machine uh, with Michelle Collin and Allison Goon or Gein, uh also starring in the project. Um, so uh, Andy Samberg, not in the hug machine. Uh, it is produced. Of, it sounds like it's really being show ran uh, or at least like maybe uh, I think the lead creative person there is uh, in addition to uh, executive producer, Sam Laybourne is Yorma. Uh, although uh, Lonely Island, of course, is a producing entity. So it sounds like, uh, and I don't think Annie's going to be in, super involved with this project, but so okay. I just wanted to give you an update on that. Okay. Uh, I'm sure this guy will be great, uh, but yeah. I really would have loved to have seen Andy play a sort of a has-been kids, you know, or has-been rock star who ends up being a popular kids musician. That would be really great. But yeah, uh, I'm sure this guy, this guy will be great too. Uh, but anyway, so Andy, not in the pilot uh, is the update. Uh, and then let's see what else we got here. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers will be out on May 20th. So that's coming up on Disney Plus. Uh, let's see. And uh, uh, Tina's Tiny Wonderland. The game is out and playable for those of you guys who are game gamers. Uh, Andy, of course, did the voice of Captain Valentine. So that game is out and seems like people like it. Uh, from what I can tell, it's getting some good buzz. So, and that's all the news I got for Adam and Andy. Nice. So, uh, shall we talk about this week's um, episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Okay. So uh, we did episodes 15 and 16, which you and I watched together last night. Yeah, it was so great. Uh, it was great. You know, I think one of the things I'm really enjoying about this Brooklyn Nine-Nine rewatch is like, they're just so light and fun. Like, it's feel good stuff. Like, I feel it makes it's very it feels very good to watch it. You yeah. know, um, I like seeing your re 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 reactions to things. <laughs> Why? What do you like about that? What do you like about that? I don't know. I just like your when you laugh and like you, you just uh, you just seem to be having such a good time and yeah, I love this um, show. It's just it's just more fun to be with someone who's re re reacting than to just be with yourself and and have your own reactions. Like my own oh, reactions sure. when I'm alone, I don't go or like I don't laugh. Like I'm just like. I, oh, I, I still laugh. I still laugh out loud. But I love it when we lock eyes. Yeah. When we hear when there's a really good joke. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And like, yes. The appreciation of a yeah. good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess let's get right into it. So Operation Broken Feather uh, is actually named for the vulture. The vulture trying to get. I, oh, I get it. Broken Feather, vulture. I think I didn't get that until you just said that. Uh, oh. But so. I think it initially uh, is about trying to um, uh, thwart the vulture from stealing a case. But that's really a small part of the episode. The main point of the episode is that Amy is has an interview at the crimes division. I don't remember what it's called. Special crimes stealing crimes division i don't know whatever it is that the vulture is in charge of 
do you remember is it special crimes I think it's special I crimes write it down but anyway amy has serious an interview crimes. with them serious crimes <laughs> very serious crimes um and she has an interview with them which is i guess a good opportunity for her but a desk job and then and jake really doesn't want her to take this interview and we all know why but maybe he doesn't and he's like not willing to admit it so that's really kind of the main i think objective of the movie or the episode so let's just start right out uh it starts with a football game yeah with Patton oswald as the um fire department uh Mm -hmm. captain Mm -hmm. or something fire Marshall, fire, fire, Marshall, fire guy, he, the fire department, the fire, the fire, it's the fire guys versus the police. Yeah. Um, Did you expect this football game to be, this is the cold open, by the way. Did you expect it to be such an ass It looked like a rugby game. Like it was just like really like serious tackles and it looked almost like a scrum at some point. I was like, oh, what yeah. is this? That did not, the, it did not seem legal. Mm-mm uh terry dominating and danced and danced after every touchdown uh he even at one point lifts up jake and carries him man terry cruz i feel like they're constantly like making terry cruz carry people (laughs) i'm making jokes about how ripped he is i mean he is ripped um so uh but yeah so terry uh, killing it and then I think we go right from the cold open anything else to say about that football game I just wanted to point out well just uh, that they like you know that was an entire day of shoe shooting and they just did that mm-hmm. for the cold open like I just think that's that's hilarious yeah uh, you're right funny yeah yeah I bet that was fun it's probably good to like get out probably well, a really fun day I as you know I think shooting outside can be a pain in the ass though because when you're shooting in studio you have like complete control over everything yeah. but when you're shooting outside it's like you got to deal with the light changes and maybe it'll rain and it's fucking noisy and if you're in a public place you got to shut it down and I mean I know they have money so it's probably easier for them to shut shit down and whatever but uh you know but I I, I it might be nice to get outside I don't know um Anyway, uh, then we go to Jake is about to close a case uh, and then the vulture steps in and there's a whole process. They try to them. stop him mm-hmm. various means like uh, Rosa tries to flirt with him. Yes. Yes. Um, what, what does a- a- Amy do? Uh I don't remember. I remember Charles yeah. bumps into him with a cup of coffee and spills yeah. it all over his yeah his, his jacket, jacket that's he... whale skin. Ugh. It's not. It's not whale skin. Actually, it's probably like faux le- 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 oh, it's leather. For sure, not real leather. But like he, like the in in reality, but the character yeah. that he says that he's wearing whale skin jacket. And blah. They just find such good ways. Like first of all, I I I hate the vulture. I hate him, but I love the character. Like, he is such a great yeah. bad guy. The actor is also great. So amazing. And perfect for that role. Like, he's he such a slimy He plays a similar dick. character in 30 Rock. He plays mm. Liz Lemon's ex-boyfriend who, like, will not stop being, will not stop getting involved with her. Oh. Like, like ima- Im- Im- imagine um, what's her face from Friends that's Chant Chant Chandler's gr- girlfriend. Oh, who- um... Um, Janet, Janice, Jan- Janice. So like, yeah. except he's not in. He's not insecure. He's kind of like a like a fuck boy, but like he oh. just continues to come back and and bug her. 
Um, and she can't escape him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that that actor is de- definitely good at playing those persistently annoying guys roles so how you know i think as an actor it's important to like know your wheelhouse but sarah how would you feel if like your wheelhouse was slimy dickhead (laughs) like how would that make you feel i'd feel like i that i don't know like i like if i knew that it was nothing to do with me like if i knew in my heart that i was not a a dickhead but i was just good at playing them Mm -hmm. like i would feel like yeah this is what i'm good at i'm channeling this i'm sure if he if he feels that he's not actually a dickhead i'm sure he's like yeah this is this is my career like this is what i'm good at but he knows Mm -hmm. in his heart that he's not Mm -hmm. you know that way i feel like he's really good yeah he's really good at it i guess you just kind of have to lean into that um but i, mean, I feel like he's aware of it though i feel feel, mm-hmm. feel like he seems like he's he's self-aware of how much the character is a dick and is like le- le- leaning into it as mm-hmm. opposed to being completely oblivious as to how he's acting which may indicate that that's actually how he is as a per per well it's hard to know really it's hard to know what anybody is like i feel like um you know i'm not to say that i think this guy is actually a dick and i did not expect to get this deep into the vulture i didn't expect to get deep (laughs) under the wings of the vulture you guys but here we are uh i feel like as an actor it seems to me that people are best at playing some essence of themselves and I'm not saying that this guy is actually a slimy dick, but I am saying that you have to be able to tap into that part of yourself in a believable way. Uh, whereas, like, you know, Sarah, you're an, a great actor. Like, first of all, I just want to say you're a great oh, actor. Thank you. But I think it I don't wouldn't I would not cast you in that sort of role because it's just so far from your essence that I think you would not you could not help but bring empathy to it. Because that's what you always, that's what you bring to every role. You're always yeah. bringing it, bringing that empathy, bringing that, 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 um, like, I don't think you could play that person without, uh, and, and have us hate that person as much as we do when this guy plays him. You know what I well, mean? I think if, I think if I played that role, it would be more fake. Ex- that's like what I'm you saying. Wouldn't, it wouldn't that's be as grounded, saying. I guess. Yes, exactly. I'm set. You could certainly play a version of that person, but it wouldn't feel natural to you Mm -hmm. yes that's what i'm saying so i'm not passing judgment on this guy i'm just saying like he must be able to tap into something in himself if he keeps playing these roles over and over and over again anyways uh moving on so uh jake and amy are on uh their I, i i when we get back to them they're on some kind i don't really remember the case too well there's like a jewel thief or something but they're basically on a case where they're working together as partners uh, and uh, Jake's eating a lot of snacks. I remember that. And then Amy is just kind of casually telling him about the job offer. Did you get the sense that Amy wanted him to admit why he doesn't? Like, it seemed to me like she was needling him about why he didn't want her to take the job. Like, did she want to hear how much he wanted her to stay? Oh, do for sure. Okay. Absolutely. So, you picked like up, when, so that's something we were supposed oh, yes. to pick up on. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like it was definitely like she she likes him and she wanted to hear him say that he likes her. And mm-hmm. um, and when he said, no, you can work, 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 work anywhere. I, I don't care. I could she tell seemed she was really a little hurt. disappointed. Yeah. 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 
And he's like, what? You're a good partner. And it's like, okay. Um, so yeah, they're de- we could see the relationship progressing a bit, you know, mm-hmm. she obviously wanted to, to hear from him that like, he wants her to stay cause he likes being around her. And he was at, at least at that point in the episode, not willing to give that up. Um, so the other thing that's going on is, um, in addition to Jake and Amy is that, uh, Holt, and Terry are trying to increase efficiency at the nine, nine. And so Terry has put together a map of all of the, I I was a little confused about how the map works, but maybe you can help me out with this, but it seems as though he's narrowed prob down problem areas in the precinct where certain objects or people next to each other are triggers for a lack of productivity. Is that what the map is? Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, that was hilarious to me that he yeah. like m- made this map. That's such like an engineer thing to do. Um, oh, for sure. And his like theories behind why each place is unproductive, and I just loved how it like cut away to like these jokes about mm-hmm. why is Rosa's triangle um, the ro- the triangle? Yeah, Rosa <laughs> the Rosa tri- Diaz the Diaz triangle. I think is what yeah. it was called. Uh, yeah. yeah, where Rosa is like, she gets really angry about something and nobody will go around her. So like, let's mm-hmm. put Rosa right next to the bathroom and then no one will want to go to the bathroom, which, you know, that's a little problematic, but okay. Yeah. Um, I think there were some really, really great lines in this movie, in this episode. Um, one of my favorites was um, that. Charles says that he needs so first of all the fact that Charles has to put on clothes from the lost and found is hilarious to me um because I I feel like everyone knows I mean I have borrowed things from the lost and found before so I get that you know like I I get cold at work um but my favorite part of that is that Charles says that he has (laughs) medically diagnosed thin skin yeah (laughs) and that just made me laugh because it's disgusting yeah there's something really gross about that but also um it's so you it's such a charles thing to say yeah like i feel like we've hit the point of the season now at episode 15 and i think it's we're past this point but we're really in the thick of you know it takes us to come a bit of time to really get to know the characters and what jokes are best for those characters and what jokes are best for those actors and i feel like at this point they've really nailed down charles and his mm-hmm. like he's like this he's kind of weird and love in a, a, and lovable in like a strange way uh and but the, the medically diagnosed thin skin really got me well it's fun 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 funny because it does sound like when you hear it it does sound gross it also it's commenting on the physical skin but when everyone Mm -hmm. says thin skin they usually mean like metaphorically so it's Mm -hmm. like it brings both to mind exactly also i think the uh just the way the actor says it with that complete like conviction where it's like this is a legitimate medical problem that he has yeah um and the problem with that is that i guess whenever he puts something on from the lost and found it's always something ugly and gina is going to come and make fun of it and it causes both of them to lose focus on whatever they're doing yeah um it also means that later in the episode charlotte charles is wearing like a leather fringe jacket which Mm -hmm. is like what a fun subplot like i feel like the writers were just having a really good time with the chaos of trying to find ways that people like who lost that 
Yeah. Well, I think they said he pulled it out of the evidence locker. Evidence. Okay. Which I feel like shouldn't be allowed. But. Yeah, no. Uh, but I think that's where he got it from. Um, We have Jake and Amy at a art auction. That was hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. What did you With like Jake, about that? Jake, like, mm-hmm. giving the horrible description and the person off to the side, like. Yes. Every time he touched it or he was like. Oh, he was you touching know. the. Ex- My yes. favorite was that he said he's like we've got a a vase uh for sale vase if you're nasty. Yes. <laughs> again, there's some really good lines this. Yeah. Week. Uh, Jake wearing a, a tux again, so he's yeah. tuxed up. Um, and he like opens the bid at ten dollars, and like everyone mm-hmm. shoots their right their uh fan up, and it's just like. <laughs> uh, we had. Adam Sandler. Do you think this was, I didn't check the time, but do you think this was Circa That's My Boy? Do you think that's how they got him on the show? Maybe. So listeners, if you haven't been with us from the beginning, uh, welcome. Uh, Our first episode. uh, So uh, 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 typically, uh, if you're new to the show, we spin a wheel. Uh, to determine what to watch. And this is what we did early in the show because we had so much to choose from. Uh, So we let the wheel decide what we were going to watch. And the wheel chose for us for the first episode to watch uh, That's My Boy. I think That's My Boy was in like 2006, 2008. Oh, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Uh, So, um, well, that would be around the time that this came out, right? No, because when did Brooklyn Nine start in 2012 or... Okay, that's my boys. Twenty twelve. Okay, I'm telling you, I think these are going on at the same time. There's that's how they got him on the show. Nine nine. Two thousand thirteen. Okay, so at least within enough time mm-hmm. that they would have yeah. been, uh, yeah. still buddies. Yeah. Anyways, so they get a- 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 uh, Adam Sandler on. Adam Sandler so he playing himself goes into a- Jake basically mm-hmm. makes fun fun out of him and tries to steal the uh well what he does is he auctioning. starts a bid for someone uh, to be to be to pay to put a sock in Jake's mouth yes which Hilarious. uh they raise a lot of money for that uh Joe Theismann who i assume is some kind of football player is that yeah also like every time they said Theismann i was like imagining a man who's attracted to thighs oh i was just thinking about like a guy a Theismann. with i was actually thinking about a man with really big thighs really so that name is evocative but i was thinking about a man with very like ham hock like steamed ham okay sized thighs well cuz you know there's like boob men and butt men there's that's like true. a Theismann. that's what <laughs> i thought of <laughs> <laughs> now you've got me thinking about like apprenticeships, you know, like a blacksmith, <laughs> a thiesman. Exactly. Um hilarious. Uh who doesn't love a good thigh though, you know? I love him. I love a you know I love a good thigh. How many times have I talked about Andy and Adam wearing shorts on this show? Mm-hmm. I if if anybody's a thiesman, it's me. I'm a thighs woman. I'm a thighs woman, indeed. Yes. Uh, so ultimately, uh, they are able to sniff out the jewel. I don't know what the fucking plot was. I wasn't paying that much attention. I think I was just there for the vibes. But eventually, they found the uh, jewel thief. I think is what they were trying to get. And uh, and then Amy goes to her interview. And then Jake, he just he goes. He's he gets there too late because apparently tackles. timeliness is well. No, he tackles the. I'm talking and about later. Theismann's- 
leg. Oh, he breaks Theismann's thigh. That's true. No, I was actually going to the part where she goes to the interview and Jake okay. confesses okay. his feelings yeah. like a yes. big boy. Yes. And then it's revealed that she rejected the offer or mm-hmm. she bombed the interview. I forget what she exactly said happened. She said no to the job. Said no. And so, then- but- but Jake yeah. says to her that he he actually like he actually open he actually is honest, mm-hmm. you know like you're I you're, I was being and- a bad partner and and I would miss you and I don't want you to go because I I like working with you still not mm-hmm. ready to you know Say, take the next I step I love you right because we're not there yet but so yeah. do you think this was like character development for Jake are we seeing yeah. Jake starting to mature a little bit yeah totally yeah. yeah. So we're getting a little bit of maturity here from Jake. Oh, and but then she te- te- teases him like mm-hmm. after it's revealed that she did turn down the job, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh wait, I take it back." And she's like, "No, you said that you like working with me." I know and, because yeah. she's so happy that he finally said it. Yeah. Like she wanted. Also, teasing is kind of their thing, you know. Yeah. Um. Also, I really laughed a lot about the, him going like, "And I wrote you a rec letter." It is. Full of spelling errors, including recommendation. He's was, like, there's no way it has four M's. That was a great joke. Because I was like, I was, I was, I actually, after he said that joke, I yeah. was like breaking it down. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was okay, counting in my head. recommendation like, has two M, two M's. And I was like, it wouldn't be as funny if they said three. Mm-mm. Be even more funny if they said four. Yeah, like you got to up, up yeah. it. You yeah. got to up it. You got to up it. Um, yeah. So I loved that. Hilarious. Um, okay. Anything else to say about uh, Operation Broken Feather? No, I don't think so. All right, moving on. The party. This was another good one. I love this episode. Oh, my God. I think we both cackled, like, the whole time. Yes. I just, I love any episode where you've got all the characters in the same place and they have to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Also throwing in the additional complication of them having to interact with other people mm-hmm. who seem a lot more normal than them. That was yeah. also great. So the conceit is it's Holt's birthday and his husband, Kevin, which by the way, this is our first episode with Kevin and Cheddar, although they didn't, mm-hmm. I don't think they used Cheddar's name in this uh, episode. No. So we didn't get his name yet, but Cheddar is in this episode as well. So we get Cheddar and Kevin for the first time. Uh, and uh, and all of the Nine-Nine are invited, and they're not sure if they were invited by Holt. They uh, Jake believes that they were invited by Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, and not Holt. So yeah. it's everybody at the Nine-Nine trying to act normal at a party with a bunch of people that are about as boring as Holt and Kevin. So Terry um, suspects that they all need training and how to act mm-hmm. like adults. So he, mm-hmm. he Which they do. holds like a seminar about mm-hmm. how to act at parties at adult part par- 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 parties about like, don't wear shorts, don't wear mm-hmm. jeans. Like, which I'm like, how is it on the invitation? Like the, it's a dress up part par- party. Like I'm, Oh, sure. I, I, I don't really I, go I to those once... kind of par, 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 par parties. Oh, no, no, no. We all, we go to jeans only parties. Like mm-hmm. shorts are totally okay. Hot pants are okay at the parties mm-hmm. we go to. So, mm-hmm. but I think like once they got there, I was like, oh yeah, this is a fancy party. Terry yeah. was dead on. I mean, it's like, you know, all of Holt and Kevin's fancy friends and like Kevin's like fancy, you know, He's a professor, so there's all these fancy teacher people. Yeah, as as a captain and professor, how can they afford such a giant house? It's 
a good question. I mean, if Kevin, just not to get nerdy on main here, but if Kevin is a tenured professor, uh, meaning that he has job security uh, and a full-time teaching load, uh, he may very well make a, especially if he's teaching at a prestigious university, which I believe he is, uh, probably, he's probably teaching at like one of those prestigious New York schools or whatever. Uh, he probably does make a pretty good chunk of change. Uh, and also, you know, I guess captain is, I mean, that's a pretty high ranking. Elite, elite, elite leadership position. Yeah. Yeah. So I think between the two of them, they could probably afford a pretty nice place. Uh, I don't know. Tweet at us. What do you think? At Adam Andy Pod, do Kevin and Holt make enough money for that big fancy place and the big bowl of seafood? Just a big bowl of crab on the table. Um, um That was so funny when Jake ate the crab wrong and oh Terry God. was like, he stop eating the crab wrong. Just started biting into <laughs> it like it was a fucking like chicken wing. Um, so, oh, not to backtrack, but there was two jokes in a row in the cold open about Jake eating some kind of candy for breakfast. Like, I don't remember oh what God. it was in the last episode. It was... <laughs> It was, oh, a, it was it was a fruit it was roll gummy up. bears wrapped up in a fruit roll roll up like a burrito like a breakfast bur, 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 burrito. He called it a breakfast burrito. Uh, I love that they're really like leaning into like Jake is basically a six year old in like a thirty something yeah. year old man's body. Um, in the second episode, he's eating cereal with orange soda. Gross. Ah. Although, don't knock it if you. Until you tried, I guess. I mean, maybe Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops might go okay with orange soda, maybe. And milk. Maybe mix orange soda and milk no, for no, creamsicle. No. Creamsicle oh. situation. Okay, maybe, maybe. Um, all right. Anyway, back to so it, Jake is trying to impress Kevin. Why do you think Jake wants to impress Kevin so much? Because he likes holt and he's thinking that if he can impress kevin maybe he can impress holt and he has that dad thing with holt where he's yeah. like wanting to impress him so he, he has the same thing that his ain't... dads he does like he yeah. has the same like okay. a a a amy's desire to please holt is more of an open like that's the joke like we're always yeah. making fun of amy for doing that but i think jake has the same desire oh, same to yeah. Uh, have him approve of him and in fact both of them have if you want to break down who what's the goals of everybody in uh, in this episode like narratively jake and amy have the exact same goals in this episode and that is to impress holt right Mm -hmm. uh or so for jake it's to impress kevin but really if like you said if you think about it he only wants to impress kevin because he wants to impress holt that's really Mm -hmm. the reason yeah and amy wants to impress holt so she is basically gathering intel Mm-hmm. on his house and taking notes uh, on her phone taking notes um and then so they all they both end up in the same place uh mm-hmm. upstairs because of their in their the bedroom in the bedroom with cheddar uh well in the bathroom with cheddar um well ter- terry con- comes up and they're mm-hmm. all forced into the bathroom because they hear kevin and holt come upstairs having a little bit of an, ar- an argument argument about yeah why uh holt's co-workers are there and it turns out mm-hmm. that holt was the one who invi- invited them it was not kevin and kevin actually didn't want them there did not want them to come yeah so that was an interesting little twist uh also amy is very allergic to dogs apparently 
She sneezed and gave them away. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, my God, Sarah, we skipped over my favorite joke of the whole episode. What? The crap library. Oh, my God. Yes. That was amazing so, so this yeah, yeah go you go ahead no you go ahead no it's this the side plot of of uh the new yorker r- mm-hmm. r- article that a-, a i'm sorry not andy jake wants to read so that he can have something to talk to kevin about and so right. it starts off with him just casually me- mentioning this new yorker article that he read the title of mm-hmm. at a dentist's office when he was on novocaine or something yeah like just getting his and pulled or something yeah and kevin is like oh i I read that article too. I'd love it was to hear an article your... about sex trafficking. So it was like a super intense yeah. subject. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "I'd like to hear your uh, your thoughts about it mm-hmm. later." And mm-hmm. and Jake is like, "Oh fuck," you know. And so he tries to find mm-hmm. fi- find it, and then he realizes that um, where do magazines live in most houses? The crap in the library, crap library the crap which library. is of course the the to- 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 toilet. I. And they they kept they knew it was a good joke and they kept using it and every time they said it I laughed. Yeah. Um. So also I love that when he's in there and he can't find the magazine, somebody else wants to use the bathroom mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm halfway done." Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Like, I'm halfway done. I'm halfway done doing the thing that I'm doing in here, and it's like he just kept making it worse. Yeah. Oh, God, that was and the good. person on the other end was like, "Okay." <laughs> So, Mike, I wrote this down. I almost I almost made the mistake of talking about this last night. And then I was like, no, I'm going to save it for the listeners. Sarah, given that we all have a full access to a crap library on our phones, do crap libraries exist anymore? At my parents' house. They do? So your parents yeah. have a crap library. A, a selection of their magazines. their phones into the bathroom. What? magazines ba- baby old school so do they have like a little box they put the phone in outside the door before they go in or no i mean they just don't carry their phones with them okay. um so um i've lo- in- i've ma- my legs have fallen asleep reading on my phone in the bathroom multiple so, times okay i have to discuss discuss about this too so like downstairs <laughs> is like a little uh thing that's that's screw screwed into the wall it's just like a a little like like a little file shelf thing like a like yeah a, like, like to a, hold things like to hold, hold i know things. exactly what you're talking yes. about it's a little nook a little like a thing you stick on in the hole in the i'm sure the listeners know exactly what we're talking about so here's the thing that's downstairs that's mm-hmm. where that's the com- common like everyone who comes to the house can use that bathroom okay upstairs my parents bathroom there's a two wall corner thing with lots of slots my dad loves magazines so he has like he so has he has a, a lot of subscriptions crap library like he's literally a like crap two library. walls with all these slots for all these magazines oh my god and it's like so many ma- magazines and they just recently learned that entertainment weekly is now not going to print anymore so <gasps> they are lo- losing maybe like 10 percent of their crap crap li- li- library because of that <laughs> uh wow that is wow i was gonna say my mom has a had a bath i don't know if she still has it but she used to have a basket it was like mm-hmm. a, ba- a, ha- a basket with a handle on it that had all the mask- magazines in mm-hmm. it but damn like that is impressive 
I know. Okay, My dad so goes big of that stuff. It's good to know that the crap library still exists. We don't have a crap library because we have phones. And my kids yeah. my kids take their devices in the bathroom. <laughs> so, like, we don't need a crap library because we got a whole library of stuff to read on our phones. Um, <sighs> wow. Okay. Um, other things go going on at the party. So, everybody's – so, Hitchcock uh, is not allowed to talk. They're just like, you're not allowed to say anything. Uh, uh, Scully is um, apparently an opera singer. So the actor can sing opera or, or uh, I, I thought that was very fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Um, Charles has a romantic spark with a food critic or a food. He knows a lot about food, apparently. Foodie. Well, is is that new? Didn't we already know that? I feel like, didn't they have like an episode? Know. They might have. Wait. I, I just, I'd forgotten. You had forgotten. I, I'm getting this mixed up with other seasons. Is this the first time we find out that he's a foodie? I feel like, what about the pizza episode? Isn't there the episode where he has like, he rates all the pizza places by mouthfeel? Yes. Okay, yes. so this is not the first time, but we're now getting deep into Charles like and his foodie stuff. Yeah, um, yeah and this woman is totally impressed by him and is like, how are you still sing- single? You know, and he's like... Wow, and he's know. wearing Terry's like oversized sweater because he spilt like salsa on his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did you recognize that actor? Oh gosh, she looked familiar, but I I don't it's know her Mary name. Mary Lou Henner. I think it's Mary Lou Henner. Or uh. Anyway, she uh she was in. I know her from Taxi. Uh, oh, because I used okay. to love to watch Taxi. Um, when I was when I was a kid. So. Uh, anyway, l- l- beautiful looking woman. Uh, so they're going with like a older woman, younger guy kind of situation, I think, with them. Uh, uh, there was a very long, prolonged makeout scene in the closet. Uh, good for Charles. Good for Charles. You seemed a little upset wa- watching. Was I upset? I think it was all the mouth noises. And remember, they were passing a leaf. Oh, back there were lots forth. of. Oh, yeah. A lot of open mouth. Yeah, I don't see. Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't like passing things back and forth okay. with mouths. Like, no, okay. I love my partner, but yes. no matter like how close we are, like I don't like to pass food or gum mm-hmm. or objects. You're not into baby birding it, is what you said. I don't, originally. I don't, I don't like it. So okay. yeah, so it just like reminded me of the fact that I don't let like it. Okay, so it was the passing <laughs> back and forth of the leaf yes. that you specifically yes. didn't like. Yeah. Do you think they? Do you think they did that? Like, did, do you, or do you think? Do you think actor, that was an improv? No, 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 no. I don't think that was improvised. But now I'm trying to think of how it was shot because she puts the leaf in her mouth, and then they cut to him and he pulls it out. So I don't think they actually passed it back and forth. Yeah. They, obviously, it was shot in a way that that did that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if yeah. you were required to, in an, a scene, would you pass something back and forth with another actor's mouth? I mean, I've been even like offered mm-hmm. roles to be in romantic relationships, and I have said no just like, because I don't feel kiss. I don't feel com- yeah. comfortable with that. So the answer is no. <laughs> okay, yeah. no, because no kissing for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's I respect that. Um, so Charles making a love connection. So look, maybe we're going away from that Rosa Charles storyline. Thank God. Uh, don't like it. 
Uh, would love to see how where this goes with Charles and his his new lady friend. Uh, really enjoyed Rosa and Gina. Would have liked to seen them in a couple more scenes together. Uh, but I did enjoy that there was a psychologist like, that Rosa found a psychologist at the party. There are apparently a lot a lot of sci- sci- psychologists mm-hmm. at the party who are fascinated with Gina's and they just a- a- antics. Yeah, Gina just like gave a long Gina monologue. I I have to feel I have to wonder if some of that was improvised. Uh, it was all very funny. Gina just going yeah. on and on and on about herself and 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 more and more psychologists like showing up to like take notes on her. Yeah, uh, that was a good that was a good bit. Um. So in the end, uh, Amy, Jake, and Terry, who went up to stop them, because they actually there was like a museum sign that said "Do not go upstairs." So they go upstairs to go poking around up there. Kevin and Holder fighting about the guests, you know, about the, his police friends being there, and they get caught and thrown out of the party off screen. We don't see them get thrown out, but uh, they get thrown out of the party. And then uh, Jake has a uh, a light bulb kind of moment the next day and goes to confront Kevin because he's figured out something about Kevin, uh, which is so there are a lot of little clues. Um, there's a picture of Kevin and Holt, and they're kind of in a picture, but uh, like a separate, very separate from the other people on the police force. And it's like an old picture. Um, there is, um, you know, some folks at the party that make an assumption that Hitchcock and Scully are in a relationship, a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they ask Hitchcock if they've ever been harassed for being in that mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, Hitchcock seems confused, but doesn't seem to be bothered at all. Um, I th- that was a real fine line they were walking there with yeah. that joke. I was like, yeah. uh, what's where are we going with this? Yeah, But it was a setup for this, which is mm-hmm. that Jake discovers that Kevin doesn't like Holt bringing the police, pe- pe- police guys to the party because he's worried that those folks are pre- going to be prejudiced like a lot of the other people that Holt has encountered in yeah. his life as an out gay man in the police force mm-hmm. so i didn't see that coming did you see that coming no i didn't see it coming um again i think that i like and and this is something the show does very well in the eighth season which we we watched last uh last year uh is that they'll pick up something that is an issue and they'll work it into the show in a way that feels like it belongs or makes sense and and uh so Holt being an uh, an openly gay man in the police force is not a thing that is played for laughs uh, and and also a thing that is used as part of his character and part of his struggle and his struggle to get to where he is in his uh, in his career where he's now captain. And so I thought it was good that they didn't just go, oh, let's have the you know, hold the police chief be in a gay relationship, a gay man, an openly gay man, but that this is a thing that has been a, you know, a struggle for him in the past. Um, and so like Kevin has to get over, you know, the whatever, tra- you know, I don't know if trauma is the right word, but whatever he's experienced as part of that couple that has left a, a bad taste in his mouth about way the way that the person he loves has been treated. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't know. Did you have any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, um, it's 
Sorry, I just lost. That's my okay. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. Um. I just really love Kevin. Me too. Uh, he seems I, sensitive. He's sensitive. I love them together. I also really love that the the the. I think the writers could have said anyway. Just to wrap up that thing about Kevin. Uh, and and Jake, like this, I think begins, uh, you know, a more sort of tenuous relationship that Jake and Kevin have of mutual respect, uh, which they we do get more. I think you'll be happy to know we do get more episodes with Kevin and Jake uh, and their interactions. And I always enjoy them together. But I just thought it was really sad and kind of sweet that Kevin's like, well, I don't want his co-workers here because i'm worried that they're just not going to treat him right and that's just mm-hmm. like really sad and mm-hmm. also very sweet um anyway uh but you know jake is firmly like no we you know we love holt he doesn't say that exactly but we love holden we would we're not those we're not those kind of guys uh yeah anyway uh what i love is that the writers could have said all right in this episode we're going to introduce holt's husband right and they could have gone with somebody who's very kind of zany and crazy and like the opposite of Holt, like an opposite mm-hmm. subtract kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And instead they were like, let's double down and make Holt the funny one in this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Was, great. They were like, let's find somebody who's even more straight laced. Yeah. And then Holt. Um, yeah, I just love how everyone th- thinks Holt's so funny. What's funny is that Holt is funny. He is funny. His deadpan is so funny. Yeah. Uh, so I thought this was an absolutely charming episode. Uh, we didn't even get to Jake's jacket at the party. It's horrific. It, I can't tell if it's got sparkles in it. It looks like it maybe it has like some kind of sparkles. I'm not really sure. It had some kind of marbling. I think it was sparkles. It was bad. It was definitely sparkles. It was bad. It wasn't as bad as the cargo shorts with the tux, but it was on par. Um, anyway, this episode was really charming. I love Kevin. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him again in another episode. He's just amazing. And I love Kevin and Holt together. I love that they, the nine, nine, uh, to show them, you know, how much Holt means to them. They put together a, a little, a, a special dinner for Holt's birthday. Uh, I thought that was really sweet. Anyway, anything else to say about the party? Uh, I think it was a really fun, fun episode, and yeah. I really enjoyed uh, seeing all the characters interact at the par- par- mm-hmm. party and try to be nor nor no nor- normal and not succeeding. That's always one of my favorite sitcom tropes. When you have like character, our characters are in a situation where they have to act normal. That's mm-hmm. that's always a that's one of my favorite comedy tropes. Uh, so before we get to our moments of thirst, I did write down some of my favorite cutaways. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Oh, I wish I could remember all of these. I don't remember what this is, but Peralta Justice. I wrote that down. That's a, a, That was a cutaway that I enjoyed. I wish I could remember what that is. I, it sounds funny. Um, let's see. Oh, it was, uh, I think that, was that when he had the uh, basketball hoop and he had the wa- the, the the ladder up against the the wall and the ladder fell down and he went face first into the street. Oh, was that per- Peralta Guarantee? The Peralta Guarantee. That's right. You're right. It was the Peralta Guarantee. I just can't read my own handwriting. Uh, I Oh, I do remember this. I always love a cutaway to Hitchcock and Scully doing something. You know I love their stuff in the background. Uh, there was some a cutaway of 
Hitchcock rubbing Sully, uh, Sully rubbing Hitchcock's head at one point. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, uh, when Jake is going to the wine, there's a cutaway of Jake going to the wine store to buy wine for the party. And he's like, I want your most expensive dollar bottle of wine. And they're like, that'll be $1,600. And he's like, I would like your most $8 bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody else. And everyone the got the exact same one. And it was wine drink. Wine it wasn't drink. wine. It was wine drink. This is such a good joke. Uh, and then let's see. Uh, and then Gina and the psychologist just cutting back to her and her monologues. with the mm-hmm. Those are my favorite cutaways uh, from this episode. Uh did you have some moments of thirst for today's thirsty moments? Moments of thirst. I don't think so. You don't? Because you were you were over there so. like getting goo goo eyes a couple was of times. I? Yes. I think it was just the overall. Well, here, I'll say some of mine. And I th- maybe this will jog your, okay. your, your feelings a bit. So, uh, number one, I really like Jake again. I like Jake in a, the football, like the sweats and the, he had the football outfit. I thought was really cute. Uh, I enjoyed his, like, you know, I, I was like, Ooh, I like him in the sweats and maybe he's going to run around a bit. And I kind of like that. Uh, I don't know why I, that I thought this, I, I, maybe I'd put this in the category of more like it was, it, it's cute in a puppy dog kind of way. But when him and Amy were like on their stakeout and he goes, I'm snacky. I don't know. There was something yeah. really cute about that. Yeah. I think Jake was just like very cute in these episodes. Like he's kind of moved away from his brattiness. He wasn't as bratty this time. He was like a little bit more awkward and adorable. Mm-hmm. He was adorkable. It was mm-hmm. workable in these episodes. Uh, and then this is the one I remember you like getting a little googly over was like just how awkward he was at the party where he yeah. was trying really hard, but yeah, he just, you're like, right. couldn't quite yeah. say the right things. And you could tell yeah. it was making him anxious. Like, yeah, there's something really cute about that. It was so, really cute. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And those are my moments of thirst. Pretty good. As you would imagine, I'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom. But I can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy. Okay. Are we ready for some trivia? I don't have trivia today oh. because we do so many Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> things that I'm just out. I'm You're fresh out. out. You know, uh, I feel like when I was looking for Adam and Andy news, I think I ran across a... Um, I think I ran across something trivia-like. Oh, where is it? Oh, it was a Brooklyn Nine Nine quiz. Yeah, I, did, I I gave did, you a, a no. This a one is a Brooklyn Nine Nine quiz. Did Jake Peralta say it? So oh, it's okay. a Jake Peralta quiz. Like I literally just like ran across this while I was looking for stuff. Um, do you want to take this quiz together? Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. So it's did Jake Peralta say this? Uh, I once ate a st- I ate a st- I ate one string bean. It tasted like fish vomit. Sounds like a different character. That sounds like G- I feel like Gina said that. I'm yeah. gonna say no. Uh, okay. I guess it's gonna wait to score us until the end. Oh no. Uh, number two. I wasn't hurt that badly. My doctor said all my bleeding was internal. That sounds like boil. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go no sound on like that. Boil. Number three, I have no questions. That right. That's right. I'm about to monologue, son. That sounds like Jake. 
Son? What do you say, son? I have no questions. That's right. I'm about to monologue, son. That sounds like something Jake would say to me. Yeah. I know the son is throwing it off. The son is throwing me off. I feel like that's something he would say, though. Unless unless Gina said it. I think it's Jake. I'm going to go with Jake. Jake, Let's go with yes on that one. Uh... Uh, this one is a place where everybody knows your name is hell. That does, that sounds that like, sounds like Rosa. That sounds like Rosa. Yeah. Rosa or, or Holt. <laughs> uh, number five, I asked them if they wanted to embarrass you and they instantly said yes. That sounds like Jake. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say yes to that. Numbers. God, how many questions is this? Uh, anyway, uh, this is a crime scene and I'm a professional. That sounds like Amy. This sounds... This is a crime sounds scene. sounds like Jake as well. You like want me Jake, to say... Jake could have totally said... You want to say yes to that? Okay, yeah. I will. Has anyone... Yeah, I, th- I think that Jake would be say he's a professional. I think that Amy is too professional to, to say, say she, she's, she's a professional. A professional. Yeah. Uh, has anyone ever told you you look just like a statue? That sounds like Jake. All right. Yeah. Let's give that a yes. Okay. No hard feelings, but I hate you. Not joking. Bye. That sounds that's like Rosa. Jake. You think? It sounds yeah, like Rosa that sounds like Gina. Jake when he's like, when he's def- 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 defensive. Okay. All right. All right. I'll say yes to that. Uh, you never let me do anything cool. That's Jake. Yeah. <laughs> that's Jake for sure. How many questions are on this quiz? We're at number 10. Okay. Why can't I just think with my junk like a modern man? That sounds like Boyle. Yeah, or or someone else. I feel like I that sounds know. like Boyle to me. Yeah, I'm gonna say it doesn't no. sound like Jake. Captain, hey, welcome to the murder. That sounds like Jake. Yeah. I have no idea how many questions are on this. Ever since I died of dysentery on the Oregon Trail, I was like, no, thank you. I'm done with this. I'm going to go. My instinct Gina? says no. Yeah. My instinct says Gina or somebody else. Yeah. Uh, breakups are a cartoony thumbs down. That sounds like Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think I just figured something out. I got to go. That's not fair. That's that's a lame line. OK, but who but did Jake say it? Uh, it could have been and and anyone okay well let's make a guess do we want to say yes or no i'm gonna say yes yeah uh oh man the orange spilled out of my cereal the orange soda spilled out of us we know that's him we just watched that one uh oh we scored we got a score of 73 percent. not bad okay it doesn't say what we got wrong what we can't learn from comments uh i guess not great score but not perfect you're almost there try again uh anyway uh oh wait no it does say okay uh we got the first one right i wasn't hurt that badly the doctor said all my bleeding was internal that was jake we got that wrong uh let's see i asked them if they wanted to embarrass you they instantly said yes no that was not jake um you were right about crime scene uh the professional uh, saying you're a professional the crime scene that was jake uh no hard feelings but i hate you not joking bye that was not jake Hmm. um Breakups are a cartoony thumbs down. That was not Jake. 
wait a minute. I just think I figured something out. I got to go. That was Jake. So that weird okay. lame quote was actually Jake. And that's it. So we did pretty good. I'm proud of us. That was an impromptu trivia quiz. Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. <laughs> okay. But wait, I have to worry about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood. All right. Are you ready to pick something for next week? Mm-hmm. So next week, next week is Adam. Uh, and uh, I... I had, you know, I had some things uh, to put on the wheel. And then I started thinking. And I was thinking, you know, it is the Sacklerversary. So, Sarah, what's on the wheel? Girls, 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 girls. So let's see. What do we go? Oh, no, I don't want to edit this. Just spin it. No, spin that goddamn wheel. Let's spin it. It'll be pink girls. It'll be blue girls. There we go. Which girls is it going to be? It's going to be. It's going to be girls. It's going to be girls. It's going to be blue girls. Happy Sacklerversary, Sarah. We are going to watch. Happy Sacklerversary. That means, uh, actually, I didn't even bother to look up uh, how many episodes are in the first season, but we're going to go all in on the first season, right? That's our plan. Mm -hmm. Watch the first season of Girls. And then we'll take a break to watch another Adam movie. And then we'll come back to girls. So let's see uh, if I go to episodes. Uh, Now, listeners, we're only going to watch episodes that Adam is in. Mainly not because I love girls, uh, the show. So I will happily watch all of these. Uh, I know this is not shows, not everyone's cup of tea. I happen to really like the show. Uh, and I've watched it a couple of times. Um, but we just in the interest of what, uh, streamlining our discussions, I think one episode per episode since they're like an hour long, right? Yeah. So, uh, we're going to do one episode at a time and we're going to watch only episodes that Adam is in mostly because like, I think he disappears for a while in season two and then he disappears for a while in season six, I think. So, uh, I think we're just going to do episodes that he's in. So we're most, we're going to, I think, I guess following Adam Sackler's arc a little bit more, uh, since this, that's what the show is about. So we're going to start with the pilot. Uh, the, so the next episode listeners is going to be the pilot. How many episodes are in season one? I, I looked that up for a reason. Let's see. It doesn't say one, two, Probably ten. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you're right. Ten. So 10 episodes in season one. That means the next 10 episodes of, of our Adam episodes are going to be girls. So he's an, uh, Um, I don't remember, but I'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure he's in, um, I'm pretty sure he's in almost, he's not in every episode, but he's in most episodes in season one and, uh, whatever he's not in, we won't watch. So something like 10 episodes of season one before we get back, uh, unless of course, uh, white noise comes out, in which case we will take a break to watch white noise. Um, but, uh, there we go. Listeners, are you excited that we're watching Girls? Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, let us know. Uh, we're we're going to be all, so we're going to be bouncing between Jake Peralta and Adam Sackler exclusively for a couple of months at least. 
Um, how do you feel about that, Sarah? Are you ready? I'm excited. I like both of the characters. So yeah, me too. I'm. I'm. I, I love him and girls. Like yeah, definitely began the love affair. Oh, for sure. I'm looking know. forward to because you and I watched the show. We didn't watch all of season six together. Did did we watch every we watched- episode? Every episode to get together. Uh, Just season six, right? I think we watched. No, we we? watched the entire series to get together. I feel like I watched the first two seasons on my own because I remember watching you. Well, you did. Uh, you did watch it on your own. I'm saying we it. we watched it together. You're right. You're right. Oh my Cause god! Because I had I seen the forget. I had seen the first few seasons mm-hmm. on my own too. Yeah, yeah. But we watched it t- together. You're right. We did. Well, I'm looking forward to talking about this show with you because it is it is one that has. There's a lot to say, and I'm very excited and really looking forward to getting into the Sackler journey that we're about to take. Mm-hmm. So listeners, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Adam and Andy podcast. You can find us on Twitter at, at Adam Andy pod. And next time we see you, we're going to be talking about the pilot of girls. Happy Sackler everybody. Handsome carpenter. Handsome carpenter. <laughs> <laughs>